0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona,
1: it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome to another episode of Best of Health Radio by Ask the PA, Barb Regis. It's been a while since I've been on air, and so I am totally excited to tell you about the adventure we're going to have today. Today, we're going to feature a up-and-coming superstar idea, called Certistar, and the CEO and founder is Shandy Chernow, and she has brought in studio with her two amazing men. One is Brian Becker, who's the PR ambassador for Chompy's Restaurant, and also Ron Skihan of Oscars Pier 83. Welcome aboard, you three. Shandy, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about Certistar.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having us on today. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm super excited to talk about Certistar with you today, particularly from a health perspective. Awesome. So, Certistar uh, basically is a software for the food service industry. And we allow restaurants to create individualized menus for customers who have food allergies. And it doesn't make any difference what combination of foods or what their food allergies are. We can handle anything in a bag of chips and we'll tell them exactly what is allergen-friendly or unsafe for them on that menu.
1: That's really a great idea. If you think about it, so many people, how many people actually have food allergies? Do we know?
2: It's 10.4% 10, it? 10. of the population, which translates to about 30 million people in the U.S.
1: Okay, so 30 million customers out there <laughs> wanting to go to restaurants, right? And they may be apprehensive because of this whole situation here. Like, I may go to a restaurant and it could kill me, literally. And you somehow came up with this idea of how to change that. Can you tell me how you came up with the idea and what is the history behind it?
2: Sure. Most people assume my kids have food allergies, but they don't. It's me. Okay. So my food allergies came up on me uh, when I was 28. I had never okay, had a food allergy before. Okay, later on in life then. Yep, adult onset. Fifteen percent of people who have food allergies as an adult are adult onset, okay. uh, and so it's not all that uncommon. I don't all know right. what the math is with that to make the thirty million down to that fifteen percent, but it's a lot. That's
1: yeah, that's about <laughs> uh, five five million. five million, correct? Something yeah. like
2: that. Yeah. So I'm not alone. Okay. Uh, and it's really difficult to go out to eat and have a conversation with the restaurant and not kind of disrupt the conversation that you're having with, you know, your friends or colleagues or family. Uh, And it ends up taking a lot of time for the restaurant as well. And it can be very, very disruptive. You know, and Ryan and and Ron can tell you more about from the restaurant perspective, you know, exactly how that works. But so we really tried to fix it from both sides, make it easier for the restaurant and easier for the patron.
1: How many different allergies uh, are you talking about in your software?
2: Yeah, so there's been 170 different foods that have been known to cause food allergic right. reactions, but we don't discriminate. We'll take any food in as input. That's awesome. Or any food group. Let's or bring these like that. gentlemen in. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Mr. Becker, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you met this beautiful young lady.
3: Well, I a little bit about me. I come from the Midwest and, and the East Coast. I lived grew up in both areas. I've been in the restaurant and deli business since I'm about 14 years old. So um, it's a long time. And i actually I met Shanti in the restaurant we um i believe um frank who's our um he's our chief um, vice president of operations uh, he was doing menu breakdowns and ingredient breakdowns, and I believe Shanti was helping him with that and we got into the discussion about allergies and they just showed us the pro the, the software and I just find it amazing <clears throat> and i'm a great believer of getting people involved with their senses and mm-hmm. to have something that you can go to a table with and, and other than a server or your knowledge that they think you might have right. in your head but to actually go there with something like an ipad that they can physically get in touch and 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 and, and help find out what the allergens are in the foods and and narrow down the menu it's just such a great thing it uh, gets idea. them involved and and, and it gets out you get and, and it brings more knowledge to everybody, to the exactly. staff in the restaurant. I mean, every time the iPod goes to a table, not only is the guest learning more about the allergies, mm-hmm. but I believe our staff is also.
1: That's great. And Ron, what's your relationship with this dynamic duo? <laughs> this dynamic duo
0: <laughs> that they are. We just had someone present Serta Star at my place of business. Okay. I come into work the next day and there was a business card there and the light just came on because it was uh, a piece of my business model that I I couldn't find. It just wasn't out there. It, there were opportunities to spend thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to have someone dissect and tell you how many calories and fat and right. stuff. But this programming software was, just blew my mind. Uh, the implementation was incredibly simple mm-hmm. and quick. Richard is ex- extremely knowledgeable.
2: I don't know what kind Richard of database is amazing, you putting that guy's hand. <laughs>
1: okay, so who's Richard?
2: Richard runs our customer success okay. group. And so he does all of our technical support, menu support, implementation stuff, and a whole lot of other things. I'm selling him short with that list. Richard, next time I want to meet you, you sound amazing.
1: <laughs> hey, Ron, can you tell us a little bit more about your business?
0: Uh, what we do is quick casual seafood dining, high-end seafood at reasonable prices. Okay. Uh, quick casual meaning we don't have table service. Mm-hmm. Place your order at the counter. We have menus available before you get to the counter. And, of course, we now have the Certistar kiosk available before you get to the counter, you know, well lit with signage to assist people prior to coming to the front counter. Because once they get to the counter, we want to take their order and, you know, more importantly, take their money.
2: Yeah, you don't want and to have that big long conversation, it, right? Then exactly. we don't want to have that conversation. Well, that holds He's up that line, yeah, because yeah.
0: there's more money standing right behind is there that any, person. There's so.
1: scallops and the French fries, <laughs> right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I can see how that could get so a
0: little. So we, we uh, I created the, the logo, the brand, the concept, myself, sure. and it's an original brand and concept, and started it, created a template that could be duplicated. At this point, we haven't duplicated it yet, but we're 15 years old and. Uh, we're putting the pieces of the puzzle together, and we we're getting real close to offering franchises. I don't know when. Congratulations, that's be. and yeah.
1: and I know Choppy's restaurants have been around for how long? Well, the we've deli's? been
3: we've been around in the Valley for forty years. We're celebrating forty years this year.
1: Congratulations.
3: And five locations in the Valley. We're over in the Arrowhead Mall, Paradise Valley Mall. We have a store right here in Tempe. The original by
1: ASU, right?
3: Well, that's actually not the original, oh, but everyone it? thinks it is for some reason. The original used to be. Um, just a little bakery down on Southern, gotcha. which was really in Mesa, across from um, Mesa Community College, and then we have our store in Chandler, and then our, our best store, my store, <laughs> the <it's a> store <laughs> in, in, in in Shea, ninety second and Shea in Scottsdale, and uh like I said, about forty years, we've been pushing on. We do a the the real help of this of the Certistar has been in you know, our menu, and we're is evolving constantly. Okay? Right. I mean, we're up to between. A, if you counted our bakery items, you could probably say we have like 500 items. Wow. Probably about 240. <laughs> it's a of lot.
1: Degrees, yeah. <laughs> Straight.
3: <laughs> and it's cooked from scratch. I mean, this—we're not the kind of place that opens a cardboard box out of the freezer, takes a bag of pre-cooked food that's got all the ingredients in it, and just throws it in the fryer or an oven. We take everything from scratch—from our breads, from our meats, everything's from scratch. So. It, it, the amount of ingredients in our restaurant and spices and flowers and mixes is extreme. Oh, I know. I, I know you know. <laughs> Richard you, knows
2: better, but. <laughs> yeah.
1: so, so basically, when did the light come on that you could develop this type of software and, and how was CertiStar actually born?
2: So like, like I mentioned, I mm-hmm. have food allergies and I was selling software. <clears throat> My background is in computer science and math mm-hmm. and I was in the business intelligence, business, Mm. not that anybody listening can hear me do air quotes, (laughs) Uh, but there's lots of buzzwords around there. (laughs) Basically, it means asking questions to a database and getting some answers out. And it occurred to me one day that food allergies and restaurants and ingredients are really just a question to a database and getting an answer out. I realize I'm vastly oversimplifying the problem that we're solving there, but really that's what it comes down to. And so I thought, I can solve that problem. I have the perfect background for this.
1: And I can tell you, uh, as a healthcare provider, having people come in the office, more and more people are developing food allergies food sensitivities, mm-hmm. and they're almost scared to go out. And I'll ask them, like, you know, where do you go out? Where do you go? And those kinds of things. A lot of people are like, I'm afraid to because I'm afraid I'm going to have a reaction. And when I see on a patient's med list EpiPens and things like that, you know, right away, we start the conversation. Well, tell me more about these allergies and, and, and what's going on, how they evolve. It's very scary. I was just kind of curious. I, I want to ask you two gentlemen a question about... How do you handle in the restaurant business cross contamination?
3: I'll I'll start here. You go ahead. We're very lucky that we in, in our restaurants we have a large amount of smallwares. Uh-huh. I always have frying pans that have never been used. I have because we're in the omelet and egg business, frying pans are something you go through saute pans very quickly. Mm-hmm. So besides our cooking services like our grills and, and 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 our burners, I always have the option to bring out a brand new Brand new sauté awesome. pan, brand new spatula, brand new um, brand new equipment to be able to cook someone's food, and, and we, we we have no problem doing that. That's great. No problem whatsoever.
0: In our operation, we we do experience some cross contamination, and the beauty of Certistar is it identifies that. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you type in what your allergy is, it will dissect out. And it'll offer a modification so we can, instead of grilling something, we can broil it. Nice. So we offer the different options. But, you know, our the standard operating procedure is our deep fryers. We have four deep fryers. So you got fryers one and two are for fish and shrimp only. Fryers three take calamari, oysters, cod cakes, that sort of thing. And we have a single dedicated deep fryer for our, our French fries only. Thank you for that, by the way. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) When Um, Richard
2: discovered that, he called me and was so excited because my favorite food on the planet is French fries. And there are so few places that I can actually eat them because because of the cross-contamination. They're always putting other stuff in that same fryer. And so I love when I find a place that can so be do willing you have a shellfish to can, allergy. I have a shellfish not, allergy. Not to violate
1: your hip hour or anything like that. No, so no, no, no,
2: no, not at all. So I'm allergic to peanuts, tree nuts, shellfish, and pork. Oh, and so tough. I speak for all the other people who there's don't get to eat you french can fries. Eat, is there? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's lots of stuff. So 170 foods, I'm right. Allergic and to four you know, of them. Right, and you them. As each
1: restaurant discovers this and each, you know, it's going to get big and big and big. You know what I really envisioned when I kind of like was diving into this a little bit? I envision. Every restaurant in the world, we'll start with the States, with the calories, the macros, and what we mean is protein, carbs, fats, and the ability to discuss the food allergy portion of it, right? And so wouldn't it be amazing if, if people could go into any restaurant and have that kiosk available to them to be able to go, boom, 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 here's how many calories I want.
2: I love the way you're thinking.
1: Know, th- how many calories I want and then basically here's my macros and then is this a food source that I'm allergic to that kind of thing and see something like that tie that whole thing together because I think in the um people that come in to see me it's it's all about like I want to eat healthy and then I hear macros all the time weight loss I hear about the keto diet you know and and so there's a lot of really interesting things that are happening I think the world of nutrition uh is, is 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 literally just going crazy and people are looking for restaurants like the two of you gen- gentlemen have as resources for themselves. And so, wow, I, I'm just blown away by this whole thing. Now, I got a question for you. I,
2: I saw something about implementation of this in schools. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, so in, we always talk about the restaurant uh, side of things because it's kind of the easier topic, if you will. But we also have a school product, uh, which basically kind of turns it upside down. If you think about restaurants, you've got a relatively static menu and a revolving door of customers, right? Unpredictable allergies any given day, but relatively predictable food that you're you're serving. If you think about schools, it's kind of the opposite of that, right? You've got a static set of students who have a static set of allergies, relatively so. And you've got a different menu every day. Right. And so we took what we were doing and turned it over. We Neat. demoed to a school system, and the executive chef basically went, this would be great, but it's totally not what I want at all. He said, I don't want to type in every single student's allergy every single mm-hmm. day. That's ridiculous. I want you to keep the things that they, we call them foods to avoid. Thank mm-hmm. you, HIPAA, for the, <laughs> for, for not letting us track any, you know, allergies.
1: Right. Um, yeah. So
2: foods to avoid for whatever reason. We don't care why. Right. And then, you know, we change the menu every day instead of changing the allergens.
1: That's brilliant. Foods to avoid. Keep- I love, I love it. <laughs> That's perfect. And uh, and if you think about it, um, that application could go to colleges, are, are hospitals, college? hospitals, assisted living, retirement
2: yeah. communities. And I
1: think assisted living, especially, mm-hmm. um, uh, they need those kinds of things. Retirement communities, because even, right now it's just so random. Yeah, um, even
2: country clubs or golf clubs or anything that has a static census of people. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so it's, it's easy there's nothing to get stopping those the school data
1: points and then just put everything in the system and then draw it out. Exactly. So it's probably easier to do that than it is actually with restaurants in a in a sense, in a different way. I it's guess. Just different.
2: Yeah. Just totally different. They're constantly so, updating their menus, right? The I mean and constantly. The so schools.
1: How, so how do you save money on all this? How do how do restaurants save money on all this? You guys Save want money
0: or justify the ROI? Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: exactly. Justify the ROI. Well, and just run let's rewind operations. to
0: uh, yeah. a customer experience right. prior to Certistar coming into Oscars Pier 83. We hire young kids. They're just counter kids. They all know how to operate computers and POSs. The training's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. They pick up the, the computer side <laughs> of it real quick. Then we need to start educating them on the various different types of fish and the mm-hmm. textures of the fish and the levels of flavor and so on and so forth. And then a customer walks up to the counter and says, I have a dairy allergy. And next thing you know, the heads are spinning and nobody right. knows what to do. That customer's experience is it was quite negative, and it has been for years. So uh, I hate to use the term redheaded stepchild, but people with allergies – uh, I think we're treated like that oh, absolutely. for a really long time. And as business owners, we've been missing a revenue stream. Brilliant. Incredible revenue million. stream yeah,
2: uh, I mean, by, a plus by
0: shooting from families. the hip. So if you're a customer that's going to get a response like, I don't know, it's your allergy. Look at the menu. There it is. You tell me what you can eat.
1: Right.
0: Now we can consult them well in advance. And here's the kicker, the return on an investment. If you got a party of four and somebody's got an allergy and you don't know how to consult them, what are they going to do? They're going to settle for a $6 salad to be right. safe so they can stay at your establishment with their table. They're going to be unhappy the whole time they're there. Right. But if I put them on Star, I find out I can sell them a $17 plate of food just by not buttering the bread.
1: And so how excited There's $10 be?
0: in my pocket instantly. If that happens once a day. I don't want to tell you I'm pulling five grand off of your software <laughs> per year. Well,
2: can I write that you. down? <laughs> you know what?
1: But that's the way, you know, going to market it. You know, that's, that's exactly part right. of the marketing is that this is just something to be, you know, uh, altruism or something like that. This is something that, well, which it is. I mean, let's, let's go back to, you know, we're trying to do things for the common good sure. and for great experiences for people, but from the business's bottom line, That's a huge testimony right there.
2: Yeah, bringing the average ticket price back up to, you know, that of the rest of the diners is a a huge thing. There's also the 30 million people, 25% of those, somebody do math for me, doesn't, uh, don't ever go out to eat, ever, 25%, never eat outside of their homes, not because they can't, not because restaurants aren't capable of feeding them, but because they're nervous, they're afraid, they feel, you know, for whatever reason, they won't be welcomed, they won't be served well, they won't be you know, able to eat something safely and that they'll have a reaction. So, you know, there's a huge missed revenue opportunity there. And generally that that conversation uh, ends up in having one thing that they can eat. But now you can have an appetizer and an entree and right. a side and a dessert. And all of a sudden you're not just meeting the average ticket price, but now you're exceeding well, it.
1: Well, and what a great culinary experience, right? To be able to actually participate with everybody while they're eating, you know, especially desserts and things like that. <laughs> you're like, I can actually eat that and just okay. feel part of the experience. Because really, I mean, let's, when we go back to the food service industry, I mean, a lot of it is just wanting to go out with your family and have a great experience. And that's what excites me about when when I go out. It's like, I want to be, go and and have nice service. I want to have a great meal. And at the end of that, you know, your your palate's happy, you're happy, you leave and you go, you know, awesome. And then on top of it, now you know that you're not going to have an allergic reaction or have beyond 50 milligrams of Benadryl in the next two hours and calling your PCP after hours, that kind of thing. Like, what do I do?
2: EpiPens, not Benadryl.
1: Well, I (laughs) I will believe EpiPens, but a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll do Benadryl if it's not bad. Mm -hmm. And then like, if they have EpiPens, but you know, we could get into a big change about the cost of EpiPens and how we're trying to work with that. And that's the other thing, like what you all are doing here. I want you to think that you are actually saving lives. Oh, you are saving lives because people can't even afford EpiPens. That's right. They can't. It's, it's disgusting. You know, an epi, epinephrine, a little vial of epinephrine is less than two bucks. But man, we got a fancy little EpiPen. We're going to We're gonna put it on our leg. That thing sometimes could be two to $300. You know, and my patients, I'm trying to come up with ways to get them EpiPens because I don't want to hear them having reactions. And so, you know, what happens is that
2: people die. I, I think of the think.
3: episode, the, the movie Hitch, mm-hmm. the scene of an itch. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. everyone he's drinking the where he's drinking the Benadryl. He just, he goes to the right. to the allergy aisle and he he doesn't, she was just getting a bottle for him. And he just went and took his arm. Right. And, and I know you can't see this on radio, but I'm <laughs> okay, sweeping the shelf right now. Egg. And I'm right into my basket. So I have every, tar- every, mm-hmm. every you know, every kind of Benadryl and for, for every type of allergy you can get. And he's just in the aisle, just drinking and drinking away and gets that much of a panic. I mean, and that panic, I mean, I'm not a doctor or a physician or a nurse, but I know that once you reach your mental thinking starts panicking like that, your physical gets worse. Oh, Oh, yeah. It it just multiplies everything.
1: Exactly. And that's why um, a lot of people do pass when they have severe reactions because all of a sudden the anxiety kicks in and they just don't know what to do. And even if they have the EpiPen, sometimes it's not fast enough, those kinds of things. It's
2: one of the scary things about being an adult with food allergies. When you have, not that having kids with food allergies isn't scary. Right. It always is. But they're always under the care of an adult. And food allergy parents are extremely good at passing that knowledge or, you know, along to whoever else might be caring for their children, teachers or, you know, friends of parents or whatever. Right. I'm not under anybody's care. Right. Right. There's nobody, there's nobody that's always with me <laughs> right, to exactly. make sure that, you know, so I end up educating. I go out with a, you know, a potential customer for dinner. I have to teach them how to use an EpiPen. I keep trainers in my purse.
1: It's crazy.
2: Right. I've had to teach my kids, my seven and ten year olds, know how to use an EpiPen, know how to dial nine one one. Know when it, I'm going to tear up. Know what you know. Know but, what information but to give the nine one one That's people. the
1: drive and see, and that's what I love about. That's where the, it came from. That's the drive, right there, mm-hmm. and that's so. Thank you. Um, and again, you're saving your own life, but you're saving. You're going to save millions of people's lives. I, I just know 10 years from now, I'm going to look back at this episode and I'm going to go, I, I knew her back then.
2: <laughs> no, seriously. And and, and, and these and, are the guys who believed in me guys. early. And, and that's the
1: thing. And, and that's what I wanted to applaud you two for was that it takes, you know, your tribe, right? And for somebody to kind of like say, you know what? I want to try this. This is kind of cool. And that's what you're doing. And, and, and I really want to applaud you, uh, the your, your business with the you know all the shellfish allergies—it's scary. Mm-hmm. Oh man! I, if I had a dime over the last twenty years for everybody that's come to me and said um, I'm allergic to shellfish, we had—I don't. I'm sorry. No, we go ahead. To, to talk that's what about, this is all about. Just jump right in.
3: <laughs> about you know, the way the power of the mind and, and, and the different senses. We had I had a, a party last month of um, a family reunion that was coming from all over the country. a a reservation for 52 Mm -hmm. people and the sister that was like in she was in charge of taking care of the whole party making sure we had a special menu because you can't really have a menu of 300 items for 50 people you have to kind of narrow it down so you can deliver the food on time but her sister and she informed me this when she first made the reservation has a son That has a food allergy, Mm -hmm. but beyond the food allergy, the mother was very protective of the son, very nervous about going into a restaurant at all because she's had bad experiences in restaurants. And I assured her that she was going to find a much different, um, much different, uh, time at chompy's mm-hmm. and when she came in that night it, 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 we were ready for her with the ipad and we she was able to get on and see how our menu would shrink and shrink as we added his allergens in. And, and we also showed her that you know we she'd have fresh pans fresh spatulas and things and that the, you could see the change in the calmness come about her nice but not only was she very thankful but uh, of what we were doing and what we were trying to do here but her her, her sister and, and the people that, you know, go out with her, it, it, they said they haven't seen her in a restaurant actually enjoy herself and actually be able to sit down and relax and talk with the people she was with and enjoy her own meal because oh, wow. she wasn't so worried. It just it, it changed her whole attitude
2: about, He's you know, where she was. You're going to make me cry again. Was, huh? me cry this, again. Is, this is what it's all about.
1: I mean, yeah, again, having someone have such an amazing customer experience family experience it's it's what it's all about it, it, it's bringing it totally is. together and offering them the ability to to go to a place and and not only you went way above and beyond which is so amazing i'm like just loving hearing this. the amazing, amazing thing voice.
3: is though is what we did and what we are doing is so much simpler than what we used to do and it, it, now it's so much more effective because what we used to have to do is go to boxes and look at ingredient right. lists. Um, it, I mean, this is so much easier. I mean, it's just very—it's just such a simple one-two-three step, and it, it, it's okay. just a great thing. It's a great thing for our business.
2: Now you have a kiosk as well. Do we actually we have, have actually handheld
3: iPads that okay. we bring right to the table.
2: We're, we're totally device independent. As long as it's connected to the internet, we're good. Oh, that's really great. Okay, so I have it right here of,
3: on my phone. I yeah. have it always in my pocket when I'm in the restaurant. A lot of people ask
2: me, why didn't you make it an app?
1: Right. Well, right. why didn't you make it an app? <laughs> hey,
2: Natalie, why don't right you me. ask me? Why yeah. don't you make it why an app? Why you
1: make it an app, especially for someone here who's <laughs> developing an app right now?
2: Sure. The reason that we didn't was because we didn't want to drive the logistics of any of our customers. So Neat. Ron's using a Kindle Fire. Brian's using an iPad and a phone. You know, we have other customers who are using their hostess computer, host computer, their manager's computer in the back office. We don't want to, you know, impact what it is that they already have. We don't want to cause additional cost if we can avoid it. Great. Uh, So we wanted to be able to fit in however the, the customer wanted us to.
0: Well, add to that the party bonus, the marketing piece aspect of we were provided an embedded code for this to install into our website. Okay. And it actually, literally, when you have an embedded code, it's Mm -hmm. part of your website. Okay. Uh, So when people go on there, we can actually drive people to that website in all of our other marketing pieces we always mention, allergy nutritional information, Mm -hmm. go to op83.com. It's right there. When they're done looking at it, they don't ever leave our website. They're still right there. And, you know, when people get on websites, they start floating around and taking a look at food pics. Reviews and everything else, and it works phenomenal. And,
2: and it, most food allergy people will go to a restaurant's website first to see; it's kind of their first insight into how comfortable will I feel once right. I'm there. And, and so they can actually use Certistar inside both uh, Oscar's Pure Eighty Three and Chompy's websites to check their allergies before they even show up in the restaurant. Do you
1: guys have it right on the landing page mm-hmm. for both? Yeah, uh, absolutely.
0: It's, it's, it's what do you call the tabs? The home right, page the tabs. Home.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's great. it's on
0: every single page of my website no, all you got to do is go up and click on it and
1: see the customization is beautiful and so each each restaurant each each school is going to be able to figure out you know with their existing like you're saying with their existing networks computers how they want to um, exactly approach it um in a more fast food industry um they're going to want to go a different way than, than than a real high-end fine dining and the fact that you and ron Ron came up with this? Like uh, uh, you're Oh you're, Richard? Richard. Richard. Yeah, Sorry, Richard. Richard. Hey Ron, you know, <laughs> Ron came up. Yeah, Ron, <laughs> Ron, Richard. Richard's no, yeah. a lot better
0: Richard. looking than me, so yeah. don't call well, him. Richard
1: Ron. came up with it. <laughs> Bravo to you, Richard. That's really, really good. Really yeah, cool.
2: so I I don't know if Richard kind of revealed this to to Ron at the time, but I, you know, when we when we went to roll out the final implementation at Oscar's Pure eighty three, Ron showed up with a Kindle Fire. Right? And we had never tested it on the Kindle Fire before. Really? And Richard goes, there was like a single bead of sweat that, you know, came down if my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> but Richard, you, know, in, you are one gutsy dude right there. <laughs> That's awesome. fingers crossed, this works on any internet-connected device, right? And lo and behold, you know, not a single change did we have to make. And there it was.
0: And we didn't have to buy a $700 iPad.
2: That's right. Nice. Works nice. perfect, yeah. Oh.
1: So, can I ask... How long have you been using, uh, sort of star? A year and a half. Yeah, yeah
3: good. going on two years now.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, and, and yourself, sir, Ron? we just
0: launched ours a few weeks back. Few
1: weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, three, we're, three weeks we're ago. We're the new maybe? kids on the Really, block. Mm-hmm. You, that's even more exciting. Yeah. <laughs> three, three weeks ago. And already, listen to this already, he sold on it. So the world out there who's listening, Ron out here, three weeks sold on it. Is loving his ROI. We're saving lives. We've got our chief over here, Mr. Becker, who's basically like, I've been using it since almost, I guess, the beginning of time of, of the, the dawn of service time. Yes. Okay. And have the two of you say in such a short period of time, like how awesome the product is. Now,
3: there's, it's just, it's a win win. There's just yeah. nothing, there's nothing, nothing negative like that out there. Say. And wait, because it's just beginning, because Wait until you start ordering on Uber Eats and 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 Door which is really where the them. whole, which is where the food <laughs> business is going in the in the delivery, and there. The Uber God, eats
2: people are listening. Huh? I said if the Uber Eats people are listening, uh, I think you. they're listening Uber everywhere. Eats, believe me. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh,
1: no disrespect, but they need to be listening yeah. everywhere. <laughs> 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 but uh, come on, Uber Eats. Yeah. Wow. So.
3: Well, right now we we've, uh, we've actually gone to putting seals on our bags that go there cuz you're you're dealing with yes. drivers playing Did with Did you your, see that statistic? Yeah. statistic. So 1 in 4. 1 in 4. That's a, that's that's a must. 1 in
2: 4 delivery drivers try the f- admit try. admit to trying the food. Food. Uh, so we
3: so we've gone to some
0: okay. um, um uh, well, we don't want to talk too bit. much about that. That's another piece of my... I was uh,
2: going to say, <laughs> wow. Uh, and, but and we are getting heaven, safety heaven, seal heaven, bags hey, now. Safety seal, they, yes. yes same thing. They have a yeah. food allergy. I should have come up yeah, with the tamper-proof
1: bags, apparently, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, there are uh, tamper-proof bags for like... Uh, Disposing medications and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah.
0: Well, when you're serving Christmas such Christmas. good food as Chompy's and Oscar's Pier 83, how could you not stick your hand in there? And that,
1: that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You know, Everybody was, gets uh, hungry.
0: Leave those Uber drivers alone. Come on.
1: <laughs> <now>. <laughs> hey. I, They're awesome. They are. They're are. And, and <laughs> hey, shout out to Lyft. You're, we love y'all. We love Uber and Lyft. And thank you for everything and you DoorDash guys do. And Postmates, yeah, and all please that stuff. Keep going because mm-hmm. I'm old, a little bit older. So I'm kind of like that Uber, then kind of went to Lyft. And, we love of Back to Uber. So, okay, we have the applications to schools. We have the applications to restaurants. We have the applications to just about everything. It's yeah. just a living
2: and... Think and, about all the places in a day that you can accomplish the task of getting and eating food.
1: You know, I I just want to a be, lot of places. Yeah, I want to be mindful to being that parent. And I, and I can tell you a story. Uh, a parent who has that 12-year-old boy and that 12-year-old boy has an allergy to let's say a uh, certain type of cheese uh, and nuts. And he's on the baseball team and the baseball team is hungry and they're going to end up at both restaurants. <laughs> and, and so in the morning after a little bit of practice, they go over to the Chompy's restaurant and they walk in there and mom's mom just wants her kid who's kind of feeling awkward to fit in. And the kid's thinking, I probably can't eat everything that Johnny can eat and stuff like that. And basically, he comes to the Chompies and he tells me exactly what would happen at Chompy's at that moment when that whole baseball team shows up. And You got that one poor kid. And the kid. one
2: meek kid pulls somebody aside and says, hey, I've got a food allergy. Yeah,
3: Especially, exactly. with, especially with nuts. The first thing I, I try to make them... It, do something light to try to make them feel better. I always say, yeah. if they say nuts, I always tell them the same thing. I say, we're going to have plenty of food for you without nuts, but it all is made by people that are nuts. So,
2: and that usually <laughs> right
3: loosens them up right away. And I bring an iPad out. That's I mean, I I mean I have many tools in my restaurants, and they're not just spatulas and forks and knives. They're not plates. They're not just grills. I have this tremendous tool called Surtostar. Okay, and we bring out that iPad, and and this this young man, where his team is playing an around excited. and looking in oh, my he restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's spe- I want that iPad. <laughs> he's special now. Right. Okay, he's with the manager. They're, they're playing iPad together, or with his mom. Oh, and his. So I mean, awesome. it. That's what I mean about the, the, the what. You know you have five senses, and now you have the sight of him, and he's touching stuff, and he's playing, and and he's got more senses going than just thinking about just tasting the food and what he can it's eat. It's so or not. awesome, and the program's going to take care yeah. of the rest because and that's it, what it the goes, software is.
2: It goes really fast. We've we found that the average conversation with, and I use that word with a capital right. C, right? The conversation, right? Um, it takes between eight and twelve minutes. So if you think about that from a from a consumer perspective, and I'll go to the restaurant side in a second, but from a consumer perspective, it really does become kind of stigmatized, right? right. That baseball team's waiting around for little Johnny, you know, to have that conversation and everybody else just wants to get some food. Yeah, it's
1: like, oh, here we go again. It, yeah,
2: exactly. Here's my pain in the neck friend, right? Yeah. I'm always the pain in the I'm, neck friend. And, and I'm
1: just hungry. I want to eat. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Go it make up your mind.
2: It takes up a long time. And from the restaurant side, I mean, think about that, you know, from a from a table turns, what's your average table turn? Time 20,
3: 22 minutes. All right, so add I mean, 12 we,
2: minutes to that, right? Age? I mean, that's 50%. You guys work a little bit. I don't know, Just with quick serve, can we talk about table turn?
0: Well, we can talk about ticket times there you we know, go. 12 <laughs> to 14 minute ticket times.
2: Mm-hmm. And so adding to that, right?
0: So, yeah, if you're adding another 12 minutes to the counter, then it's a
2: lot of time, especially if
0: they got nine other kids sitting there waiting. Yeah,
2: yeah. And so, you know, from both sides of it, it makes that conversation significantly easier and faster and less stigmatized and less painful. And so nobody's, I mean, truly, there's a lot of restaurants you go into. And from the server, I say, hey, I've got to have that food allergy conversation. And I get something along the lines of this. (sighs) Exactly. Do you see the the,
3: the great thing I love about this company, Okay, is we're sitting here talking to you about his, his, um. Yeah, my iPad that I've been out fire. to people and, say, right. and he's talking about how he's got it on his website. And it's on the top on everything. And we have San Shandy here. She's talking <laughs> about turn times and ticket times.
0: That's what great, we are hiring, by that's way. what <laughs> great I'm business
1: in. relationships are all about is <laughs> understanding the other person's needs. On <laughs> so Ron, I'm going to turn to you. I, you know, um, in my business, uh, uh, I would, when I owned my own practices and then I was doing a lot of onboarding, uh, so I'd go to San Francisco, New York and a few places, Um, and a lot of times what would happen is a group of us would want to go out for a really nice meal, and yes, it would be on the company, so you really wanted to go for a really nice meal, and once in a while what would happen is we'd debate where we're going to go, and it was the hardest decision ever because it always came down to, you know, whether it was like an issue with gluten or it was always – you know, allergies.
2: Yeah, that person needs
1: to pick. Right. And so I envision at your your business, this group comes in, they just had a long day business meeting and they are just tired and they want to have a nice glass of wine and they want to have a nice dinner and they want to just talk about whatever and they want to hang out. And what I love about your business is this group of 16 comes in and now if they know pre- preterm before they come about this they don't even have to have the conversation about the allergies at all
0: no they could already have decided what they want to eat when they get there they can look it up on their phone exactly. on their drive over
1: exactly it's So awesome that, yes that one person comes in and says I'm, I'm going to just go over and I'm going to go to the restroom. Maybe they don't want anyone to know their business. and They're very private people. Go to the restaurant and then go to the restroom and then they come out and they can use the kiosk and talk to somebody really quick while the other people are having their first glass of wine. You know, Absolutely. how? Amazingly private is that because there are people out there that are that way, like they will never say anything, right? When
2: I was, yeah, when I was selling software, I talked about a little bit earlier. I would always arrive. Well, I'm an early person anyway, not that today is a good evidence of that, but uh, I would always arrive to the restaurant like 30 minutes early and say, Okay, now who, where's our table going to be? Who's our server going to be? We've got to have this conversation now before my customer arrives because mm-hmm. I didn't want to. Right. Have that discussion. And, you know, not only is it kind of a pain in the neck for everybody. I mean, I, I roll my eyes at myself. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Like, that's not good. Um, but then it's it becomes sad. like a topic of the conversation. And that's not what we want to be talking about. I don't I don't want to have the focus on that. Right. Oh, absolutely,
1: absolutely. You want to just enjoy and be exactly. on an equal playing field with. You're your embarrassed
0: meals. about rolling your eyes at yourself, <laughs> and honestly, how do you think walking up to a counter and a service person behind the counter also rolls their eyes when you yeah. start?
2: Oh, yeah. it's happened to me quite a few times. Yeah, and yeah. the number the number of places that have turned me away. You can't eat here. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Which, by the way, is a is a a lot of people don't know this, but food allergies are. I, generally provided protections or can be provided protections under the Americans with Disabilities Act.
0: Yeah, ADA. Yep. Oh,
2: really? Yep. Can, you, can you explain to to us a little bit more about
1: that and how it affects you?
0: Well, I, I don't know a whole lot about it other than I I experienced that type of situation mm-hmm. where I was at the end of my rope and I I honestly said to a customer, I don't mean to be rude, but maybe to be safe, I mean, this person had a severe shrimp allergy. Right. And we're talking the throat closing up and hitting the floor. and yeah, epipen. I did not want that liability. And I'm sure, sure my business insurance did not want
1: that liability. Sure. And I didn't
0: know what to do. There's cross-contamination everywhere. We were so young at the time in terms of knowledge mm-hmm. on these allergies and the reactions that I literally said maybe it's best that,
1: and I yeah. really appreciate you sharing that story because
0: well, I'm it, embarrassed by it, but I'll share it. It's no, okay. no, don't be embarrassed yeah. by it. You're, I mean, all, I was at the at end it. of my rope. There was nothing else for me to do. Right. But I was, I was, I resorted to protecting myself instead of my customer's experience.
1: Well, and and honestly, in all of our professions, we have to do that sometimes. And it's, sometimes it's a very difficult conversation to have. But at the same time, I see it's funny. I spin that a little bit different. What you're doing is you're protecting your the customer by saying. I cannot guarantee this. And I would rather err on the side of safety and lose your business than something happen. Thank you. I appreciate that. Please turn around. Yeah, no, I mean,
2: it's certainly an understandable thing, right? Like, I I understand why you would say that, right? Sure. I, I totally get it. Coming from my side, when that happens to me, and it happens on a relatively frequent basis. Um, I just say, okay, no problem. And I let them know in a, Hey, I'm never going to be the one to make that phone call. But just as an FYI, food allergies are covered by the ADA. And and you might want to think about how it is that, you know, you do that going forward. I'm going to sit here and have my iced tea or my glass of wine or my martini or whatever. Right. And I'm fine. I'm good. I'll hang out with my friends, you know, no problem.
1: Right. Wow. You know what? And I hate to use the word stigma.
2: Oh, but totally. it's all,
1: this potential in the next- I hope it happens like tomorrow, but like in the next five to 10 years could just be so revolutionary for the world and it's needed and what I, it, it, it's needed. And I think it's like any new business. It's you have to get the word out and, and the testimonials that you gentlemen are giving us today. It's amazing. And, and, and I love to hear The fact that it's so integrative and it's so personalized and there's so many different ways to look at this and to have menus as big as your menus are and to be able to dive into that. And somebody not ever having to say, "Uh, I'll have I'll have the scallops, but I can't have this, this, this and this instead they can say firmly, I'll have scallops with this, 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 thank you very much. And, mm-hmm.
2: and then again, who you else? still, you still want to say, right? You know, I have a food allergy. Please follow whatever procedures and policies and back of house. Right. changing gloves. You don't want to eliminate the conversation altogether, right. but you want it to become more of like a little flag, not like a big, huge, you know, parade.
1: Right. Right. And I was thinking a little bit more on the customer standpoint, mm-hmm. but then as we talk about our employees, our employees are our customers too. So if I was looking for a job, right, and I was concerned about food allergies or just do no harm, like let's say I wanted Mm -hmm. to go to medical school and I'm like, I want, I love the restaurant business, but I don't want to be in a situation where I could cause harm to anybody. And you're thinking about all these things you're reading about. These would be two great businesses to actually work at because that's all covered. Right. And of course, number one way to prevent infections everybody is washing your hands. Sorry, I had to get that in. Totally. Um, number one way
2: to prevent the cross-contamination. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Changing
0: <laughs> gloves, washing your hands.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and right. have plenty of gloves available and, and soap is cheap, right? So, can both of you give us, like, one individual story of somebody that maybe came up to you after their experience um, with using Star? Is there anything that sticks out to you about Anything that anyone said to you as far as the customers?
0: I don't mean to be a buzzkill or a showstopper, but we're so new at this and I'm not on premise all the time, uh, but I do get some feedback that people are using the product. So okay. I haven't really heard anything, whether or not they came back to the counter afterwards to thank or. Oh, it's coming. Uh, I know it's coming. It's I know coming. for a fact it's coming. Anybody that owns a restaurant in this town, whether you're a large chain or a one up, you need to look into this product. It's, you're missing out on a lot of new things, great revenue stream, uh, happier customers. It's it's something that needs to be
1: and really looked at. We're going to get
0: this thing to blow up in three to five years. The heck with that five to ten. <laughs> I,
1: I, I said no. The first thing I said, wait, 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 was tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, but we. Oh, yeah, it. but you're right. You know, as as business owners like it usually takes about three years and you hit that sweet spot and then you have the choice of expansion or continuing on and growing that yeah. way it's real interesting now how about you in the two the, years
3: the, the, um, right well you be- gave me the one story about yeah the, the one oh, story oh, oh, which was, was le- the latest one that just happened not too not too long ago but right up in the beginning and when we first started um and this just goes to we'll go to show you how little my knowledge is of and before of and food allergies and how prevalent they are um we have this huge menu, like I tell you. It's got like nine pages to it. It's loaded with food, loaded with items. And we have this little insert. It's got it's like half a page of a menu and it's our gluten free friendly menu.
2: Friendly. And
3: and now this is a year and a half ago when we first started with our and we had We have a gluten-free bagel we make and we have a gluten-free roll we make. So we took like two or three items and we made these items like a chicken sandwich, a breakfast taco with the right kind of tortillas. And we put these three or four gluten-free friendly items on their own little page Mm -hmm. of the menu. Then Serta came along and the way their software works is as you check the items that you're allergic to and can't have, it narrows your menu down. It turns out if you're just allergic to gluten, there's about 300 things on our menu that you can still eat Okay, just by changing the bread on the menu item. Like any right. of our chicken sandwiches, just substitute to a gluten-free roll. It's a gluten free item.
2: Half a page, I, no right, more. I,
3: I have, right, right. It's and what this has really done is it's, it's 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 taught us that, and it's taught people. I mean, remember, there's people that well, that seems pretty simple. I mean, just add glue, you know, just substitute roll. But the the servers that are working with them at their tables, I mean, their 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 knowledge of. Gluten, what's in gluten, and just changing the bun or just leaving off the French fries because our mm-hmm. French fries have a, a flour um, dust to them before we fry mm-hmm. them. So we have to switch them to sweet potato fries. So just taking any item that came with French fries and switching it to sweet potato fries, it's now a gluten-free item.
1: I'm and so it's- yeah, I'm so confident what you're doing, especially gluten-free, is so everybody and, and you know, what's interesting in the office I need to share with you is like, I'm not kidding about uh, people with the food sensitivities. It's not necessarily allergies, but sensitivities. I can say it's been exponential in the last five years. I um, have said in a couple of the shows where I've had uh, registered dietitians and a few people in here, you know, I think a lot of it goes back to GMOs and it goes back to not necessarily the food sources you know the, GMO's the other thing dies. that people talk
2: about is pesticides, oh, the GMOs and the pesticides. Yeah, there's no there's no study to be able to cite to prove that point, but it, the anecdotal evidence is well and out there.
1: If we know why there's no study, but we won't get into that today. I'm not yeah, that's say another that. five or six shows. <laughs> exactly. I didn't mean yeah. it like that, but <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, what's your vision? What's your vision for the next three years? In your perfect world, what's your vision?
2: In my perfect world, For would, sure to start. The, the word I like to use is ubiquitous. I would okay. love to see us be a much more common situation than uncommon one. Um, you know, rather than having to say, there are food allergy people coming into your restaurant. I right. promise you, if they're not telling you, then, you know, that's kind of another set of problems, Right. Um, but you do have food allergy people and they, they want to come in here and they want to be your customer's. We're we're fighting that battle right now. Uh, I analogize this a lot to the typewriter to PC transformation. Right. Right now we're in kind of policies and procedures and knowledge only to right. technology transformation. Um, you know, there was a time when the PC was invented. There was a what, a twenty-year span before it was really in every home. Right. Right? There, you know, right. hey, I'm really happy writing my articles or writing my books on my typewriter. I write a really darn good book. Mm-hmm. I have whiteout. What do I need your delete key for? It right. sounds crazy now, right? But it, it's, it's a true conversation, right? It is. It absolutely is. And so that's kind of where we are now. We handle food allergy people really well. We take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm sure you do. And I love your policies and procedures. But we're still relying on the knowledge of individual people during a super, super busy time right. to be accurate and complete. And you're still not giving your, your guest or your customer all of the options that they could have. Right. So there's a better way. And I would love for that to become a, an, an easier conversation to be had. So, so three years from now, more common than uncommon. The expectation of a food allergy person is that it is super easy, technology, data, fact driven to have this conversation.
1: And you think it's just falling right behind the gluten conversation.
2: Yeah, the gluten one is, is super interesting. Oftentimes I go into restaurants and I say, hey, I've got food allergies. we got to have that conversation. And they say, here's our gluten-friendly menu. Well, oh, that's, and that's, that's what I was And I always say, is that like it, so I so, yeah,
1: exactly. They took <laughs> the pressure off the gluten. peanut <laughs>
3: because it used to be, <laughs> yeah. it, it started with delightful. the peanut, now it's gluten. I think it's yeah, it's
1: interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I
3: used to go to, school, when I went to school, might, everyone knew how everyone's moms made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you could trade for anything on your lunch. Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, you had great
3: trade bait. Now you go into a school with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, they tackle you at the front door and don't let you bring it in the building. They're not even allowed to bring peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. In. Wow. I have so, an
2: unpopular opinion on this one. Yeah.
1: Okay, go for it.
2: I'm not a fan of the peanut-free or the nut-free school or table. Okay. There are 170 foods that can cause food allergic reactions, All right. and we are tackling one of them in schools. Exactly, And it creates this false sense of security that if my kid has a food allergy, they will be safe if we have a nut-free table. Right. That's only true if they have a nut allergy and you're still not really controlling what the other kids are bringing in. Right. I think a comprehensive educational program for the other kids and for the teachers and for the staff on site at the school would be significantly more effective.
1: Bravo. And I think... that will happen. It's just gonna take time, but you know, with school budgets and all this kind of stuff that's going on, I mean, making well, it a priority. Yeah, I know? mean I
2: feel the same way about the gluten free menu, right? The right. the nut free table is the same as the gluten sorry exactly. I don't mean yeah. to-
1: no, I know. Rail what you're on your half a page,
2: are no. <laughs> <laughs> gonna but, run
0: out of tables. You're gonna have a gluten-free table, a yeah, nut-free no, table and nut-free table, exactly. No, but I have <laughs> I have right. staff now. <laughs> I love that
3: what around. about the other kids? Right? I, <laughs> I, like, I have staff now that knows uh, how to, how to dance. They know how to get interacted with that. With, now That's they don't go exactly to that right. gluten-free friendly flap anymore. Yeah. They can talk to them about substituting this. You know, we changed this. Yeah. We change this
2: because the, the they've been through it enough. Yeah, they hand me these gluten-free menus or whatever, and I say, well, I don't. I don't have a gluten allergy. Right. They're like, well, this is what we're trained on. It's this false sense of this is how we keep people with food allergies safe. And you kind of checked this box if we're good at this. You know, no, you're only good at it for right. a subset of this population. And exactly. It's not even a big subset of the population.
1: Right, and again, right. it goes back to education, education, mm-hmm. and almost every subject that we talk about, it goes back to educating people. And it's Absolutely. really sad to think that you, that would be misconstrued. I got a
3: question about the schools. Do you go to schools a lot still? I wonder if some of these schools that don't allow peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and do they still have snack machines in schools? <laughs> are there okay. are there do Snickers they, bars that these kids could be buying?
2: I haven't I, I, I haven't seen a snack machine, but I, I haven't been looking for the vending machine. In schools, either we do. do have- of- I know the high schools have a
1: lot of vending machines. A lot machines. of vending. Yeah. yeah,
2: we do a lot of speaking at culinary schools, at universities, and then on the flip side, like at elementary schools, you know, first grade classrooms as they're going through their nutrition curriculum and science mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and we're always, you know, more than happy to go and do those types of conversations. So, and if anybody I'm, wants, I've always to been keep...
3: a candy guy. And the other reason I mentioned this is,
1: I just... <laughs> hey, okay, what's back to Hershey. Candy, come Well,
3: that's actually where I'm getting because I, li- okay, I, I was it. listening. To <laughs>
0: a <laughs> I'm a fan of fishing. Can we go there
3: next? Hey,
1: I want sure. exactly. <laughs> no, and that's what this is all about. I love tuna fishing, by the way. Deep sea fishing. Yeah. But
3: an interesting fact is we're That's talking true. about this peanut allergy and in the last year the Snickers bar has actually taken over the number one selling bar off the, from Milky Way. And no Milky way. way was the is the no pro is the no peanut but no mm-hmm. peanut candy bar. Really? But their Snickers bar sells are, are, are higher than Milky Way.
2: Yeah. Those hangry commercials are pretty good. Okay,
1: so I gotta ask you, what's your favorite candy bar? Is it?
3: Um, I, whichever one's in my hand at the time. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't. I gotta be honest with you. And
1: <laughs> Ron, what's your favorite?
0: I'm, I'm a Reese's a... peanut butter oh, cup I love both of you. Like
2: I, I, like I miss the Reese's. Reese's. Oh yeah,
0: Snickers and Reese's. Yep. Mm,
2: I mm. always. I, so I'm allergic to peanuts. I can't have them now. But it didn't show up until I was 31. Peanuts, and so I used to love those Reese's cups. I miss them. Oh, I think. Well, you look at how many ways stuff. they
3: found. They, they're so popular; they sell them many different ways. Now they sell them in the candies. So many it started from ET because ET loved the little Reese's Pieces mm-hmm. candies. That's how he followed Elliot home. And now they put them in the in. Don't they put the Reese's yeah, Pieces the, actually the in pieces the pe- inside? You can inside inside get them, the peanut butter. Can buy nice. a
0: one pounder now. Yeah. Those <laughs> things are awesome.
1: <laughs> And mow okay, through that pretty quick. So hey, you know, we, we love our candy here. And okay, Ron, equal time about fishing. What kind of fishing do you like to do? I'm
0: I'm a freshwater lake fishing. I my passion is to maybe go to Idaho and learn how to fly fish. I can't deep sea fish. I have the motion sickness, inner oh, ear problem.
1: Okay.
0: I found that out about twenty years ago and it was the worst feeling in my life. But I, I love going up into the mountains and Beautiful. Bring in my cooler full of beer and my power bait worms and just catch trout.
2: Favorite spot here in Arizona?
0: I like Sunrise Lake, Reservation
1: Lake. You didn't know on this show we we're going to talk about tourism. Yeah. We're going to talk about uh, candy bars. Holly it's all Lake awesome. Holly Lake was pretty good last time I was up <laughs> there, too. star is amazing. Hey, <laughs> it is. Hey, Ron, tell us, pitch your restaurant. Tell us how we can find you. It's pitch time. You go, my man.
0: OP83.com, OP83. OP83? We are in Glendale, 59th Avenue in Union Hills, 15 years old. Great place. You can look us up on Google, Yelp, or on our website at OP83.
1: Awesome. And thank you so much. And Mr. Becker.
0: Chompy's.
3: Come see us at Chompies. Um, like I said, we've been in the Valley 40 years here. Um We have a catering department. We'd bring love to bring stuff out to any one of your business locations. You can come see us at the Arrowhead Mall. Okay. Also the Paradise Valley Mall right next to Sears. You also have the Chandler Mall. Right across from the Sears, also, you have the Tempe store between University and Rule, right on campus there, and of course the mothership, I call it, ninety second and Shea. Nice. And we have, um, besides a restaurant, we have full bakery and delicatessen in our store. So okay. we have a deli takeout counter. You can buy all the slices, anything you get in our restaurant. You can get in bulk to take home. Like you can buy the corned beef, the shirami, homemade rye breads baked every day, hollows baked every day, three hundred different kinds of cookies and pastries and cakes and Danish and uh, strudel it's and. Become a different, <laughs> it's I mean, a you're long
2: menu. Such a tease. You're going to you see are. different.
1: No, I brought bagels. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, road trip for, no, the, just, for the five teasing. of us right now. Six of us road trip right now. We're going to go Let's everywhere. Go.
3: But we're 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 all over town. Okay. We did. We, we, um, uh,
1: Thanks for we, being an Arizona institution. That's what I'm calling we, Champis, I, 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 I think
3: we are. We have a very strong brand awesome. here. You can find our um you can find our breads and things in major grocery stores all over town. Right on. All over the country, actually. You can even www.champions.com. You can get them delivered to your home anywhere in the country. Our low carb bread is then gluten free or the right big on. delivery items.
1: Right on. We're gonna finish with the most amazing person right here. <laughs> she really is. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Just just wrap it up and, and just tell us how restaurants can find you, how schools can find you, how assisted livings can find you. Sure.
2: Yeah, on our website or any social media mm-hmm. at certastar or com. We also have a 833-EAT-SAFE is our phone number. So okay. give us a call, send us a note, come to our website. Any and all of the above. And for all the food allergy parents and food allergy people out there, if you want to recommend us to a restaurant or to a school or to a hospital or wherever, please do so. There's flyers you can download on our website to take in and let them know all about us.
1: Wow. Well, I'll tell you, this has been one of the best conversations we've had. Three amazing people, amazing businesses. There is absolutely no reason why people shouldn't be jumping on this bandwagon Going to their favorite restaurants and demanding that this happen. As a healthcare provider here, this gives me hope that there are solutions for everyone out there about dealing with in a nice, mindful way food allergies, and and giving hope to the kids, especially in their awkward stages where they're with others and adults. That this can just they could be on an even playing field finally, and we're doing the right thing. We're saving lives. Here's to you three. It's been a great show. Um, Barb here, Best of Health Radio, AskThePA.com. Coming soon, the TheMiaApp.com. Coming from Houston. Excited to tell you more about that down the road. Thanks, everybody. Have a great evening. Take care.